this morning, look at your neighbor and say, the Lord has need of you. Come on, encourage somebody, encourage somebody, encourage somebody, encourage somebody. Look at somebody else, just tell them, the Lord has need of you. If you don't believe he has need of you, let me tell you one thing. If he didn't have need of you, he wouldn't have woke you up this morning. If, if he didn't have need of you, he would not have started you on your way. If he didn't have need of you, he wouldn't have kept you through all the many dangers, toils, and snares that you have already come from. I, I came to encourage you in this moment and let you know that God has need of you. So he takes this donkey's coat, and it is not just any coat. It's a very specific and peculiar coat because it is one on which no man has ever ridden before. And he takes this coat, and he rides into the city. And seeing Jesus, people begin to lay their garments on the road. They're taking their cloaks off and laying them down on the road as Jesus is riding in and some others went and climbed the trees and they began to cut down the palm branches and lay them across the road. This was them saying that Jesus, the king, has showed up on the scene. Can I ask you a question? What will you do when he shows up? Hmm, mm, mm, what, what will you offer him when he shows up because the reality is watch this if you got on your good suit you might not lay it down before the Lord I know what I'm talking about if you if you matter of fact if you got on your good shoes you might not even be out there in all that dirt and dust but when Jesus shows up it should recall us to a place where we don't care what's going on what's happening in our lives or what situation face it. When Jesus shows up, it should push us into an unfamiliar place of whatever you need, I'm available to you. Uh, this was their way of honoring and paying homage to the king, and, and this is why we sing the song, Oh, magnify the Lord, for he is worthy to be praised. The, the chorus says, Hosanna, blessed be the rock. Blessed be the rock of my salvation. And today is the day that is set aside for waving palms and remembering how Jesus allowed himself, watch this, to move toward impending doom. Today we remember how Jesus continued his, watch this, voluntary service to mankind. Knowing that betrayal that was coming by the same people later in the week that were praising and worshiping him on this day. <clears throat> the same Jesus, the same Jesus is the one who came to give us, uh, to give his life for us. And watch this, he came to give his life for everybody. It doesn't matter where you've been, it doesn't matter what you've done, it doesn't matter what lies you've told or what kind of way you have lived your life. Jesus came to let us know that he still saves. Now, the evidence of this is seen in our text this morning. As Jesus has made his way to the cross. It is there where he finds himself hanging in crucifixion with two other convicts. Now, the Bible doesn't really go into detail in the scriptures, but when you study to show yourself approved, you'll find that crucifixion uh, was not just this pretty picture of Jesus hanging on a cross with some nails 
in his body and a crown on his head. You, you got to understand that by the time Jesus has gotten here, he has been hit. He's been slapped. He's been punched. He's been spat on. Watch this. And all of this happened while he was in the presence of the church leaders. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Come on. Back it up a few paces and go to the place where he was arrested and he had to go before Caiaphas, the high priest, and the, and the rest of the Sanhedrin. And when you look at that, when, he, when they asked him, are you the Christ? And he responded to them by saying, you say that I am. They said that the priest stood up and rent his clothes. That means he tore his garment off. He was so mad. He was so upset. Why? Because Jesus didn't come looking the way he expected him to look. They said they begin to spat, spit on him and smack him and slap him. And, and that wasn't even the worst part because then they sent him to Pilate. And, and Pilate, who didn't really want to crucify him, Pilate wanted to let him go. But because of the people, he said, I'm going to scourge him. And the scourging was, was Jesus taking 39 lashes to his body. And, and they tell me in my research that what they used and what they tied up on the end of this whip was some very, very violent they say there were pieces of broken glass and wood and all types of things that were meant to both cut you going in and coming out. There, there is no beautiful picture of Jesus on the cross. And that's how we've got to learn how to see his sacrifice. We've got to see it as nasty and ugly and gory and things that if you got a weak stomach, you may not be able to look upon because that's the sacrifice that he made. Why? Because he knew one day I was going to lie. Because he knew one day I was going to gossip. Y'all won't say, I ain't talking about y'all. I'm just talking about, he knew one day I was going to tell him no when I should have said it yes. But I'm so glad that he took the burden for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, so here he is. He's, he's made his way to the cross and he's hanging in, in crucifixion. Now crucifixion, once he has been whipped and his body has been torn open and he's got blood coming from places you didn't know blood could come from. Now he's got hand nails in his wrists and in his feet and they placed a crown of thorns on his head and the entire idea of crucifixion was to put you in a position of extreme agony and suffering. The body weight itself was designed to pull and tear the muscles from the bone. And, and it was designed to happen in slow motion so that the person being crucified would go through the most extreme pain that they could possibly go through before they died. I'm trying to paint a picture for you because remember, this was a voluntary this was a voluntary service that he gave to us. This was not something that he had to do. He could have stayed in glory. He could have stayed on his throne. He could have stayed at the right hand of the Father. Watch this. Even after he got up on the cross, he could have called a legion of angels to come down and get him. But he did it just for So he finds himself in this crucifixion and he's there. He's not by himself. He's up there with these two other 
uh, criminals who have been convicted and sentenced to death. And during their time together, Matthew and Mark both tell us uh, that in the beginning of their time together on the cross, that both thieves began to mock Jesus. Both thieves began to revile him. Both thieves uh, began to say things to him in the place of agony that he was. Isn't it just like people close to you that they always have something bad to say when you're already in a low place? That's why you got to watch who's at your table. Can I just back up two weeks? Sometimes, watch this, it's the very people that you expect to come encourage you that end up discouraging you. It's the very people that should be coming to build you up that are the ones that come to tear you down. But if you do what Jesus did, just hold on a little while longer. Everything is going to be all all right, all right, all right, all right. So during their time together, they, Mark and Matthew tell us that both of them uh, were criticizing cruelly the man named Jesus. But the longer they stay there, something begins to happen for one of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As time passes and as many uh, come to see this Jesus hanging on the cross, God allows in his omnipotent power the eyes of at least one of these thieves to be open. Now, while one of them continues to berate Jesus, saying, if you be the king, save yourself and save us, the other thief has an eye-opening experience. I am convinced that this experience happened and be, uh, and it may have been the result of the appearance of some people. Can I, can I take a little bit of creative liberty right here? The Bible doesn't tell us who came to see Jesus hanging on the cross, but I believe that this thief had an eye-opening experience because he looked down and he saw the son of Timaeus called Bartimaeus. Y'all call him blind Bartimaeus, but we've got to stop calling him that because you got to remember Jesus laid his hands on him and he ain't blind no more. I believe the son of Timaeus came by and and gave and, and paid honor to Jesus while he was on the cross. And the thief, he's still watching. He's still looking. And, and as he's looking and as Bartimaeus goes on about his business, I believe that he looks down and he sees a Samaritan woman coming to give honor to Jesus. I'm talking about that Samaritan woman he met at the well. Come on, somebody. The, the one who ran running into the city crying, come and see a man who told me everything thing about myself. I believe that in this moment, uh, while the thief was watching what was going on at the feet of Jesus, he not only saw Bartimaeus and this Samaritan woman, but I believe that he saw a lame man who was now able to walk. I'm talking about that same man who four friends took him on his bed and tore the roof off of the house where Jesus was, and it was by their faith Jesus said that I'm going to heal you. I, I don't believe believe it was just those three. I believe that, the, that this thief saw some other people come through. I believe that the centurion who called on Jesus and said, my servant is sick and almost near death. Will you do me a favor? And Jesus said, go and be well. Your servant is already healed. I, I believe they weren't the only ones. I believe that somebody else came to see this man named Jesus. And I believe it was a certain woman, y'all won't talk to me this morning, that had an issue of blood for 12 long years. 
years. I believe that she came to see about this Jesus, and I believe that when each of them came, they came with their testimony of what Jesus had done for them in their life. And it was because of this testimony that one of the thieves was paying close enough attention and realized that I'm not just up here with anybody. I'm up here with the Savior of the world, and I might be in trouble right now. I might be uncomfortable right now. I might be in a place of affliction right now, but I understand that even though I'm in this painful place, I'm in this thing with Jesus, and if I can get close enough to Jesus, what I'm going through right now, trouble won't last always. These folks, I'm convinced, I'm convinced, I'm convinced. Let me, let, me, let me give you the disclaimer. The Bible doesn't say it, but I'm convinced. I'm convinced that this played a role in the thief changing his mind. Because remember, both of them were mocking. Both of them were reviling. But, but there was a change that, that happened. There was something that shifted in his life, in his mind, in his spirit. And when that shift happened, he had an eye-opening experience of not just where he was, but who he was with. Mm -hmm. Because of this one, the one thief, he, he, he has this life-changing experience even while facing death. Now, I told you today's topic is Jesus saves, but can I tell y'all how he saves? He saves by giving us the opportunity to see him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where can I see him? I can see him in the rising of the sun and in the setting of the same. I can see him in the moving of the clouds and the moving away of the clouds. I can see him when the sun is shining and I can see him even when the rain is falling. I can see him when I'm healthy, but I can also see him when I'm sick. I can see him when I've got friends all around me, but I can see him also in my loneliness. God allows Jesus to give us the opportunity to see him. So not only does the thief see him, but watch this. He saves because he gives us a chance to spend time with him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all know how we do. We don't always want to spend time with him when, when things are good. In fact, sometimes we forget about him because things have gotten so good. You know, the bank account looks right. We bills paid in advance. Come on, somebody. The cat is meowing in the correct decibel. The bark, uh, the bark of the dog sounds real good. The birds come sit on the window and they sing the right song. And every time I go outside, I can smell the roses and the daisies and the daffodils and all is well with the world. But this thief understood something. Sometimes the time I need to spend with Jesus is when I'm in trouble. Come on, somebody. If you ain't never been in trouble, you'll find yourself in some trouble one day and you'll understand that the best place to be with Jesus is in trouble. I love being with Jesus when things are good, but in case I forget who he is, I remember that when I'm in that when I'm in a season of lack that he's Jehovah Jireh. Come on somebody. I remember that when I'm in a season of sickness, he's Jehovah Rapha, the God that heals. I remember when I was sinking deep in sin, he will step in as Jehovah Sin Canoe and be my righteousness. Come on somebody. I remember that even in my storm, if I've got Jesus with me, I'll see him as Jehovah Shalom, the God of peace. Sometimes trouble comes just so I can get back to Jesus. Ah. And every once in a while, I've got to thank God for the trouble that I'm in because it reminds me that not only is he with me, but I can still get close to him even while I'm in trouble. Look at somebody and say, trouble is all right. Trouble is all right. 
trouble is all right because the late Reverend Dr. Timothy Wright said, I'm so glad that trouble don't last all, always, always. He, he not only allows us to see him and he not only allows us to spend time with him, but watch this. He gives us enough time to be with him and to choose him as our Lord and Savior. Let me say that one more time because that ain't for everybody, even though it's for everybody. He gives us enough time. Help me, Holy Ghost. He gives us enough time. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, to get to know him. And by getting to know him, it makes me want to choose him. And, and when I choose him, I'm in relationship with him because he already chose me. And that's why I'm all right when people turn away from me because I've still got Jesus. That's why I'm all right when I'm all by myself because I've still got Jesus. That's why I'm all right when you reject me and turn me away because I've still got Jesus. I love him. Why? Because he first loved me. I'll choose him because he first chose me. And I thank God for Jesus. So not only does he allow us to see him and to spend time with him and, and to choose him. But watch this. This is what happens in the life of that glorified thief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The more time that he spends up there on his cross right next to Jesus, the more he realizes that there's something different about him. Yeah, there, there, there's something uh, unusual about this man, Jesus. There's something, watch this, real about this man, Jesus. I, I feel another song in my spirit. He's real real Jesus is real to me oh yes he gives me the victory so many people doubt him yeah 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 y'all know the song I cannot live without him that is why I love him so why because he's so real to me he he began to realize that I but matter of fact I think that's who wrote the song yeah 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 because he begins to realize that Jesus is real. This just ain't some other man. This ain't just some prophet. This ain't just some other thief. This ain't just somebody who's been convicted of a crime, but this right here next to me is really the Lord and the Savior of mankind. It's in this time hanging on the cross next to Jesus that the Spirit of God reveals to the thief that Jesus has the ability to save. Look at somebody and say, Jesus saves, Jesus saves, Jesus saves, and so it is. So it is that the thief disparages his counterpart. He, he admonishes him and he, he's uh, to the one who says, are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. But it's this glorified thief. He, he says that we are here for crimes we have committed. Can I help you today? I'm the thief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all won't repeat that one. Come on, look at somebody and say, I'm the thief. Yeah, I know. That, that hurts some of y'all. That hurts some of y'all. I know pride, pride will get you if you ain't careful. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. See, 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 when I look back over my life, I don't just remember his goodness. Watch this. I remember my badness. Y'all won't say nothing. Y'all won't say, and that's what makes his goodness so much better. 
His goodness is so much better when I think about all of my bad. Come on, somebody. His grace and his mercy towards me is so much better than I think about how I didn't deserve anything that I did get, but I was kept from some things that I did deserve. Look at somebody one more time and say, I am the thief. I, it's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. He says, we are here for crimes that we have committed and deserve our punishment. Hallelujah. Can I tell somebody this morning, you deserve all the hell that the, that the devil wants to bring to you. Can, let, me, let, me, let me leave you all alone. Let me, let, me refree, let me repeat that. Let me repeat. I'm sorry. Let me, whoop. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said, I shouldn't have said that about y'all. Very, very sinless, perfect people. Let me just talk about me. I deserve every punishment. That his mercy kept from me. Y'all won't say amen. Come on. I deserve every sickness that did or should have come on my body. Come on. I deserve every homeless, uh, every missed homeless opportunity. I deserve every missed naked opportunity. I deserve every missed hungry opportunity. But watch this. I didn't get the punishment that I deserved. Somebody ought to thank God right there. Because I did deserve it. I did deserve it. Not, not only did I deserve it, but in this moment, I can say I still do deserve it. Hallelujah. Because the wages of sin is, not the wages of sin was, not the wages of sin will be, but the wages of sin is death. But there's a gift that comes from God called eternal life. Watch this. Hold on. Sit down. Sit down. Y'all making my sweat burn. Glorified, see if he says we, we deserve our punishment, but this man has done no wrong. Now, I'm saying this statement, I believe that the thief realizes just who Jesus is. I'm almost finished. Uh, I believe now he realizes that this is the Messiah. I believe he now realizes that this is the promised Savior. Mm -hmm. I believe he now realizes that he has a way out of the trouble he's probably been in his whole life. So he says to Jesus, he says, Jesus, Lord, I, 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 need, I need a favor. I, I just, the light bulb just went off. I, I just realized where I am. And not just where I am as in on the cross, but where I am as in whose presence I'm in. I just realized that I'm in the presence of the Savior of the world. I just realized that I'm in the presence of the only begotten Son of the Most High God. So he looks over to Jesus and he says, Jesus, I, I'm sorry for what I said before, but if you could do one thing for me, he says, watch this, remember me. When you come into your kingdom, now in my studies, I began to break this thing down and I began to look at it. I don't want to go too much into it because we're going to talk about it on Wednesday at 6 o'clock p.m. Amen. At Bible study. Praise the Lord. One more shameless plug for you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. But what happens here is the, the, the thief, he's thinking about a distant time. He's thinking about something that's going to happen later on. But what, what happens is Jesus responds to him and he says, you ain't got to wait till down the road. He responds to them by saying, today, hey, today you shall be with me. Uh, and not only shall you be with me because you're with me right now, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to take you somewhere else with me and on on this day you shall be with me and when you're with me you're going to be in the best place you can be it's a place called 
called paradise. Can I help somebody on this morning? If you want to know what paradise is like, all you got to do is get with Jesus. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. If you want to know what it's like to be with palm trees and sunny skies and, and a cool breeze, all you got to do is get with Jesus. Now, don't be fooled. Sometimes your walk with Jesus is going to bring some rain, but we need that rain to turn the, uh, to cause the flowers to bloom and to cause the grass to turn green. So I'm all right with a little bit of rain. And, and every once in a while in your walk with Jesus, you'll find yourself in a storm. But as long as Jesus is still in the boat with me, it don't matter that he's on another level. It don't matter that he's asleep. I know that if I can't speak peace to it, he'll come and speak peace to it for me. And I'm so glad this morning that today he said, I'll be with him in paradise. Can I help somebody? John, in the third chapter around the, the 16th verse, it says, for God, hallelujah, so loved the world, that he gave his only son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. But here's the good news of the gospel. See, that one will bless you if you let it, but move on to the next verse. Because unlike people, he reminds me that God didn't send his son into the world to condemn the world. Hallelujah. But that the world through him might be saved. And I came to tell somebody on this first Sunday in April that Jesus saves. He saves to the utmost. He will pick you up and he'll turn you around. I heard a joyful sound. Jesus saves. Jesus saves. Spread the tiding all around. Jesus saves. Jesus saves. And he did it for the man on the cross. He said, today you'll be with me in paradise. Because the man on the cross understood where he was. Though he was in trouble, he understood he was in the presence of Jesus. Though he was in pain, he understood he was in the presence of Jesus. Though he was in a storm in his life, he understood he was in the presence of Jesus. And he said, if I just call on the name of Jesus and say, Jesus, remember me. If he doesn't get me out of what I'm in right now, he'll still get me to a place called paradise. And I'm so glad on this Palm Sunday in 2023 that Jesus still saves. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him because Jesus still saves. Isaiah said it like this. He was wounded for my transgressions bruised by my iniquities. He said the chastisement of our peace was upon him. But can I tell somebody this right here? By his stripes oh by his stripes I'm healed. High five your neighbor and say neighbor Jesus saves. Neighbor Jesus saves. You might be a crack addict, but he still saves. You might be a liar, but he still saves. You might be a gossiper, but he still saves. You might be an alcoholic, but he still saves. You might be trying to go out when you should be coming in, but he still saves. And if he saved a rest like I was, he can save anybody. And I'm so glad that he did not forget about me. But I'm so glad 
while he was sitting on his throne in glory, he heard the call from the Father that said, Jesus, I need you to go down to the earth because in 1985, my son Lamar is going to be born. He's not going to cross a whole bunch of T's. He's going to miss dotting a whole bunch of I's. But if you go give your life for him, I promise he'll live for you. And I'm so glad that Jesus thought enough of me that he got up off his throne and he came to be born of a virgin named Mary. And he got up on that cross and it wasn't the nails, y'all that held him to the cross uh, but it was his love for you and for me uh, and I thank God on this Palm Sunday morning uh, that he gave uh, I said he gave his life uh, they couldn't take it from him uh, but he gave uh, he gave his life uh, and I'm so glad uh, that when you wouldn't give to me uh, he gave his life for me uh, and I'm so glad uh, that when I told him no, he still told me yes. And I'm so glad that he kept his hand of protection on me. Aren't you glad? Hallelujah. That Jesus saves. Because if he didn't, because if he didn't, can, can you imagine how full hell would be right now if Jesus didn't save? And, and, and when he came, watch this, watch this, watch this. He, he didn't come for the Baptist, the Methodist, the Episcopalians, the Catholics. Come on, somebody. Watch this. Watch this. Can I, can I, can I, let me, y'all, y'all brace yourselves for this one. Brace yourselves. He didn't come for the, just the Christians. He came for the Buddhists. He came for the Muslims. He came for the atheists. Come on, somebody. Come on. Come on. I, I know, I know, I know sometimes we get in groups of people and we, we like to put a monopoly on Jesus. He didn't come for just Democrats. He didn't come for just Republicans. Watch this. Can I, can I help the local church? He didn't just come for America. Because the, the reality is, can, let, me, let me help the American church this morning. Let me, wait, is the camera still on? Let me zoom in on me. I want to look right in that camera real good. He didn't come for the American church because the reality is we don't really know him like that. With your padded pews and your air conditioning and your heating. Where if the wind blow too hard, you ain't going nowhere. If the rain, if the rain fall too hard, you ain't coming out. And then, and then you, then you find the perfect excuse. Well, I ain't got to go to church. Yeah, but that's while that's true. Guess what? There are people all over these other countries that's got muddy floors, but they'll dance for Jesus. They have no walls to their building, but they come in the building. It can be raining and leak is pouring through the leaves on the roof, but they coming to give God a praise. We we in America haven't even really tapped into the reality of who Jesus is. 
because we've been so privileged. Y'all want to talk about privilege? We've been so privileged. Y'all wait. One day this summer, I'm calling the trustee. I'm going to tell him, turn the heat on in July. I don't know why y'all laughing. Turn the heat off in January. Let's, let's, let's see, watch this. Let's see if they'll still come and give God what's due to him. Y'all know how we do. It's so cold in here, but the Lord is still good. Lord, it's hot in here today. It might be hot in here today, but the Lord is still good. Where, where, where are you going to give your attention? Uh-oh. All right, I'm done. I'm, I'm going to leave y'all alone now. Three of y'all going to talk about me later, but that's all right. The only thing I ask is you come talk to me first. I'm trying to be delivered. Amen. Y'all stand up. I'm finished. Spread the tide. Spread it all around. Jesus saves. Jesus saves. Joyful sound. He'll pick you up. Turn your around. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Every eye closed. Every eye closed. Every eye closed. I want to make sure that you know, for real, for real, that Jesus saves. We'll make a lot of decisions in this life that we live. None of those decisions will be better than you saying, Lord, come into my life. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Be my shepherd. Tomorrow is promise. But it's uncertain. Tomorrow's going to come. The uncertainty is we don't know where we're going to be. When tomorrow comes, if I don't have another day on this, the third rock from the sun, I want to know that my ticket has been stamped to glory. So if there's anyone under the sound of my voice, watch this.
that wants to make the initial call to salvation and give your life to Christ. Please just lift your hands where you are. Maybe you want to make a secondary call. You've already given your life, but life has happened and you strayed away. There's a story of a prodigal son that the Bible says when he came to himself, he said, I can go back to my father's house. You can come back anytime and he's right there waiting for you. If that's you, will you just lift your hand? If you're watching online and it's me, we just say, it's me, it's me, it's me, it's me, it's me, it's me. We want to pray with you and we want to pray for you. Because the best decision you'll ever make is not what you're going to wear, not what you're going to eat, not where you're going to work, live, what you're going to do. But giving your life to Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
and none of the wiles of the devil will be able to stand against you. Hallelujah. By the anointing that is now fresh upon your life, I pray that a river of living water shall flow from your belly like never before in the name of Jesus. That every time you open your mouth, they will hear not lip, but they will hear the spirit of the living God. Hey, Messiah. Thank you, Jesus. I gotta tell the world, you done made me laugh. Hallelujah. So I want everybody to know what I'm, I'm talking about to say. Hallelujah. 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 God give you the May be seated if you can. Hallelujah. 